Now back to the Sunday show with Lemoya Burks and Mark White. Brought to you by State Farm agent Derek McGarry on 104.7 KTOI. Welcome back. Welcome back. We're back uh, back here. And uh, um, we still have uh, 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 Mr. Washington in here. And we, then before, uh, we got a caller while we were off the, uh, off the air there. And uh, we want to bring that call in. They want to be able to have a conversation with us. Good morning, uh, caller. Good morning, caller. Good morning. How are you all? Good. How are you? Yes, sir. I, I have a question for Mr. Washington. Uh, when uh, with a nonprofit, I, I'm still confused about having a nonprofit and being able to have a, a salary that feeds the staff, uh, and, and of course myself. And so, does the Chamber of Commerce help you to uh, understand that type of thing? To avoid, um, I know you're only supposed you're not supposed to have exuberant salaries. Is that something outside of the Chamber of Commerce? Who do you measure that by? Well, it's really not the function of the Chamber of Commerce to advise on you no know, salary and business, you no know, operations there. It really comes down to be a, uh, more of an, an accountant, legal type question there because the the, uh, the formation of your business obviously doesn't f- forbid you from paying the salary. It really depends upon, you know, what your revenues and uh, will allow you to do. But at the same time, uh, if there are some restrictions in your bylaws that would indicate that only a, a certain percentage of it can go toward salaries and, and benefits. Uh, well, the, the caller, we certainly appreciate you uh, giving a call. And uh, thank, thank you. you for calling while Mr. Washington was in here. So he directly yeah. um just want to make a small correction um we talked about go uh texarkana it's actually go txk.org um if you take a look at that it tells yeah. you what's going on in texarkana but now you know here we are we're gonna sort of stay on the same um on the same lines here and we're gonna bring another resource in and uh, as everyone know that uh, there is a there's a, a veterans uh, clinic and, and it was there on uh, realtor avenue i believe mm-hmm. um and on arkansas but uh, they have expanded and they have gotten themselves a new facility. Mm-hmm. And we are very happy to have Dr. Charles Jordan in this morning to talk about that. Mr. Jordan. Good morning. Good morning. All right. Good morning. How are you? <laughs> <laughs> Dr. Jordan. Yeah, me. so you've moved to Summerhill Road, right? That's right. Yeah. We were previously located at 910 Realtor Road on mm-hmm. the Access Road, Arkansas side. Now we are next to the Social Security Administration. Mm-hmm. Our address is 5701 Summerhill Road. Okay. Yeah. And uh, it's definitely a lot bigger. It is. You know, we moved from uh, about 11,000 square feet Mm -hmm. to north of uh, 21,000 square feet. Mm -hmm. So uh, we have have a lot of space, and and a lot of that space is geared toward veteran-centered services. Mm -hmm. Good, good. Well, and so you know, again, you know, this is a service that is being provided to the community, and particularly, I know that we have a lot of veterans in the area, yeah, um, and they, you know, need the facility. So, tell us exactly what services that you actually offer, so people know what's going on. Yes, sir. You know, we are the only facility in the area that uh, offers comprehensive primary care along with comprehensive mental health. Mm. And that's important when you're dealing with a veteran mm-hmm. population right. because it's so varied. Right. Uh, in addition to that, we also are adding an optical shop uh, because uh, as our veteran population gets older, mm-hmm. uh, they were traveling to Shreveport to get glasses right. and uh, different services, and we'll be able to do those in 
in-house. Oh, that's good. Right. In addition to that, we are uh, adding uh, imaging, and that will be uh, in the first quarter of next year. Oh, we'll have an x-ray, okay. and uh, it will be a freestanding x-ray, so we'll be able to do those imaging, Okay, um, all those labs. Um one of the best services I think that we've seen is that now we have a standalone women's health clinic. And Fantastic. as you as you may be aware, you know, we went from about 5% population of uh, female veterans to mm-hmm. now we're just below 20%. Mm-hmm. So as that number increases, it's important important for us to be able to address their needs as Absolutely. well. Absolutely. Well, that's actually that's really great news because uh um you know, because of the uh, increase in uh, of females in in, in the services, mm-hmm. they got to have services too when they right. come right. home and when right. they get right. It's really great to see um, Stepley with the expansion of what's going on there. So I imagine you said that you have both uh, physical health and both mental health. And um, I'm glad to hear that because um, I know that a lot of our soldiers, when they return um, from uh, overseas uh, or wherever they may have been stationed at, they have to deal with certain type of um, issues with uh, PTSD and all that Mm -hmm. stuff. And you guys have those facilities here that be able to address those needs for those soldiers because um, I can see that as a very vital part of what the community, you know, as a, as your services provide, they, they can help that community, help the community out. Yes, sir. And these things are not new to us. These mm-hmm. are, uh, we've been mm-hmm. operating in this space now uh, since the VA was created, mm-hmm. addressing mm-hmm. those types of needs. Mm-hmm. It's just, uh, I think today we do a more comprehensive job. Mm-hmm. Uh, Having this new space allows us to bring back a lot of our group therapy sessions. It allows us to bring back a lot of our one-on-one mm-hmm. uh, services where veterans are able to then uh, receive that type of comprehensive care. Mm-hmm. And the goal, I believe, uh, more than anything, is so that they may be able to live productive lives after service. Mm-hmm. You know, George Washington said that we put down the soldier and we become the citizen once again. That's correct. Mm-hmm. And so that's something that uh, we uh, work hard to make our veterans productive in the community. Okay. Did you know there's approximately, I think it's like 9 million veterans um, in our medical centers. Did you know that the first one, I think it's like Miami, Florida, uh, was one of our first ones in the nation, and it was a hotel. Mm-hmm. So they transformed it. So as we're talking about, you know, building and going forward, I thought that was, was interesting. Um, so you know, what is services for vets uh, on a daily life in Texarkana look like? <laughs> well, <laughs> without without the confidentiality. Well, no, no, that's, yeah. a, good, that's yeah. a really great question. Mm-hmm. First thing is, uh, when veterans enter the facility, we have a very uh, um, family-oriented. Mm-hmm. They're part of a group, and mm-hmm. they welcome one another. Uh, a great example of that is we still have World War II veterans with us. Mm-hmm. Wow. And uh, when you begin to see them enter the clinic, uh, they have uh, uh, there's a certain respect extended to them mm-hmm. by other uh, generations. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the things we highlighted was uh, we had Mr. Jesse Hernandez mm-hmm. as part of our opening uh, ribbon-cutting ceremony. Mm-hmm. He was a Korean War and Vietnam War veteran, and now he's uh, he'll be 90 this year. Mm-hmm. And uh, we may not realize it, but he was actually the regimental sergeant major for the Marines mm-hmm. okay. of, of the East. Mm-hmm. Okay. And so that is a that is a nationwide obligation. We have a number of people who've lived very incredible lives in military. 
Uh, just last week, I spoke to a veteran, and he enlisted in 1940. Mm. And so now that he's 102, mm-hmm. uh, he is still in his right mind, and he's able to recount some of the things that happened throughout his military service. Mm. And so for younger veterans to see that the that veterans over overall live incredible lives mm-hmm. after their service. Mm-hmm. They go on to start families, start businesses. Mm-hmm. They go on to be contributors into the community. So what is, how do we, what's the plan when we consider mental health? So locally here in Texarkana is a nationwide um, challenge or, mm-hmm. you know, to be addressed continuously. I won't say that we're not addressing it. What, how does the VA, because um, we're not recruiting veterans to come to receive the services, right? It is of their own choice to come into the center. How do we work with, or, or do we foresee we're going to work with the city to um, provide welcoming for them to come in? Or, or how do we know or identify vets that need mental care? Well, that's a great question. <laughs> what we have is our Community Veteran Engagement Board, mm-hmm. and we bring in okay. private businesses, we bring in nonprofits, we bring in people from the community, and they sit down in the VA and talk about issues that are important to veterans. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, if that could be uh, veterans who are a veteran court. We talk about issues related to homeless veterans. Mm. We talk um, about awesome. issues. Uh, you know, we were here in COVID last two years, so mm. we were having conversations around food instability mm-hmm. and also housing instability mm-hmm. for, for those who are older on fixed income. And the great thing about that is that there are a number of people in our community who care about issues mm-hmm. related to veterans mm-hmm. and Absolutely. they want to help, mm-hmm. but they don't have an outlet for them to then be able to uh uh, contribute, mm. and so the Community Veteran Engagement Board is a member of the chamber, and they are also able to uh, take questions, provide services, direct veterans to services. Mm. But you mentioned being able to go out into the community and recruit veterans, and we actually do. Okay, you okay. know, our, our one thing about uh, uh, the VA <coughs> is letting them know where we are, mm-hmm. what we do, and how we can help. You know, many of our younger veterans who may be looking to change careers, mm-hmm. change jobs, they left, they've maybe transitioned out of the military, and we have a, a vocational rehabilitation specialist. Mm-hmm. Uh, voc Rehab is a wonderful program that they may be eligible you for. You said Voc Rehab? Vocational, yeah. vocational Rehab. rehab. Okay. Voc okay. Rehab. Mm-hmm. And uh, we have a number of other programs there at VA that we're able to direct them to. Now, since we've moved, or prior to us moving, our catchment area goes as far north as D Queen, Nashville. Veterans come from Ida Bell mm-hmm. to Texarkana, okay. and as far west as Greenville, Sulphur Springs, and as far east maybe as Arkladelphia and Prescott. Okay. And uh, the great thing about that is we're bringing different communities of veterans together, and they're gathering here in Texarkana. Mm-hmm. Texarkana surrounding areas nine zero three seven nine four one zero four seven. Call us for your questions, comments, and concerns as we continue our conversation. You know. What's interesting, too, um, in library or information centers, oftentimes, you know, that's a place of need and leisure. Mm -hmm. Uh, What we sometimes find is uh, when we're picturing or we're addressing them as homeless with the services that they've come into, whether it be computers or they're looking for something, 
what we often find is sometimes the homelessness is the effect because they were veterans and they've lost like their ID. They've kind of lost their way. And um, what I think would be neat to see is uh, a stationing or a connecting to the library downtown. Um, I, I'd just be interested to know how many homeless uh, individuals do we have in the area that have a veteran connect? Very few. Very few. Okay. Very few. And that's okay. great. Uh, uh, that's good. Yeah. Very few because mm. we're very aggressive in that area, mm-hmm. ma'am. Uh, we're aggressive in working down mm-hmm. with uh, the sh- shelters and talking to our veterans. We good have what's know. called a HUD VASH counselor. Okay. Uh, and uh, she handles housing instability issues. And uh, we've seen the number of, of homeless veterans in our area as low as two. And uh, we're really? at functional zero for quite some time now there are a number of people in the community who may say that they are prior service or veterans but for our veterans our population we're very we target them and we want to make sure that they uh, have access to health care mental health stability okay and so we we do we go out of our way to make sure we address those needs good morning caller Uh, yes ma'am how you doing good how are you thank you for calling all right Thank you. I just had a quick question uh, for your guests. Uh, would there be a, any reason a veteran would be turned away from any services? Mm. Uh, when I first got out and moved back home, I went to the clinic at where it's presently at, and uh, I was turned away because I already had health insurance. So I was just wondering if it's, that's one of the stipulations that you'd be turned away if you already had uh, health insurance. Thank you. Okay. That's, pretty, that's a good question. Okay. Uh, veterans fall into eight different groups, and we have uh, group one through eight. Based on your military service, your character of service, and uh, we ask veterans to fill out what's called a VA form 1010EZ. It's a one-page form, Mm -hmm. and from there, we're able to determine if if someone who has served is eligible for those services. Mm -hmm. Uh, Many veterans who have not served overseas, who have not received to their service connection or Mm -hmm. combat-related injuries... Mm -hmm. um, they really uh, may not be eligible for the same level of service. Mm-hmm. Now, it sounds as if, and I don't want to be presumptuous in that way, mm-hmm. that this may be an instance of, hey, you can come to the VA, but we'll still treat you, but you may have a copay just like you would right. any other, like any any other medical mm-hmm. provider. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so we want to be able to make those determinations on a one-on-one basis. So mm-hmm. if he's ever, or the caller has ever been denied a service i welcome him to come back fill out a 1010 ez mm-hmm. and let's see what we can do for you okay 1010 ez 1010 ez thank you caller for calling uh, contributing to the conversation we hope that you find uh, the services that you need yeah. all right so you know dr jordan when we um, we talked about um the many aspects that you got going on and especially with the new facilities and you know it's it's always good to, um, to know that when you walk in it's a pleasant environment people say hey how you doing um, you'd be surprised how important that is for people you know because they may have some um, some hesitation mm-hmm. about coming in mm-hmm. so it's good to kind of break that ice with them and that do you find that you people since you have moved to this new location, are you finding that those people are 
uh, starting to come in more and and take advantage of these services that's that's in the community. You know, you talked about the outlying areas, how far west, east, and north and south that we are. We finding that we're getting an increase in the amount of people, especially since the facilities are now bigger and can accommodate more. Yes, we are. Uh, another aspect of that is our efficiency. Mm-hmm. Uh, veterans come in, and we want to be able to address their needs in an efficient manner. Mm-hmm. And we previously had the Mission Act. We've had uh, opportunities to bring veterans in who are working or taking a break from work, and mm-hmm. they have to return to their work day. Mm-hmm. So we really try to target uh, and be respectful of that if time, and, and that's an efficiency question. Mm-hmm. Um, as far as our veteran experience, uh, I, we usually see that veterans are, are, are happy with the services that they receive. Mm-hmm. You will rarely ever please 100% of people <laughs> of course 100% not. Right. of the time. Yeah. But instead of looking at that 95 or 96%, mm-hmm. I really uh, think that we do a really great job of talking to that 5%. Mm-hmm. You know, when you're talking about that plus or minus 3 to 5% mm-hmm. and seeing what some of those concerns are so that we can make ourselves – uh, so we can be better at addressing those needs. And sometimes many of those are, uh, are, are really great things mm-hmm. that everyone needs, yet we may mm-hmm. not even know that they were needs in our community. Mm-hmm. They may be uh, service-specific generational as you see Iraq veterans and mm-hmm. Afghanistan mm-hmm. veterans they have a lot of different needs that they do. vary yeah. from our Vietnam population uh, the World War II, or our yeah, World War II. so you, do, you have a strong connection with Red River then the Army Depot in relationships built there uh, not necessarily, not necessarily. Uh, okay. because, uh, you know, Red River Army Depot is uh, a little bit different, yeah. and uh, and we're targeting DOD, those who have been private service, Department mm-hmm. of Defense, which mm-hmm. is a branch of the military, U.S. Army, actually runs Red River Army Depot. Right. And so, and so uh, what generally happens is once a veteran transitions out of the military, they have what's called a DD-214 in hand, and it has their character of service, and it's honorable or other or different characters of service. Mm-hmm. And that veteran is then able to come into the Department of Veteran Affairs and fill out that DD-10EZ mm-hmm. along with that DD-214. And we can tell those veterans what they're eligible for mm-hmm. and how we can okay. care for them best. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Nice. I, and the reason I said that is because, you know, many, I say many, not most, many that work at River River Army Depot, sometimes you'll find that they they do have some years of service. You know, so I was just wondering if there was a relationship there. Thank you. Prior service veterans. But uh, we do see that in our 10-year plan, we address things like uh, our director's vision. Our medical center director, Richard Crockett, has done a great job in connecting with a lot of veteran and veteran groups to Mm. let them know that we are what we're offering. Mm. And so I think it starts at the top and uh, it's good leadership to being able to uh, make sure that everyone is involved in recognizing the needs of our veterans. Mm. Nice. All right. There's still time to call in 903-794-1047. If you want to join in on Coffee Talk, we're going to snap out really fast and snap back in after commercial break. Stay with us. We'll be right back with more of The Sunday Show with LaMoya Burks and Mark White. Brought to you by State Farm agent Derek McGarry on 104.7 KTOY. 
Want everything on your used car buying checklist? Then check out Ford Blue Advantage. How about a gold certified 172 point inspection? Check. A comprehensive limited warranty backed by Ford? Check. A Carfax report and a 14 day thousand mile money back guarantee? Check and check. Ford Blue Advantage. Used car buying that's built for you. See your participating Ford dealer for limited warranty details and important rules on the money back guarantee program. Most insurance ads end at competitive rates, as if that was all that matters. As your local insurance agent, that's just where we begin. We offer you personalized advice and service along with competitive rates. This is State Farm Agent Derek McGarry, and I would love to be your good neighbor. Visit us in Wake Village next to Anytime Fitness or call us at 903-831-2000. Now back to the Sunday show with Lemoya Breaks and Mark White brought to you by State Farm agent Derek McGarry on 104.7 KTOI. Welcome back. Welcome back. Uh, once we always, as always, we want to take the opportunity to thank Derek and uh, everything that he Thanks, does to Derek. help with sponsorship of the uh, Sunday show. We certainly appreciate all that he does there. And, um, you know, we're back here with uh, Dr. Jordan and uh, we're talking about VA affairs. And so um, Dr. Jordan was giving us a good enlightenment here um, of what's going on in service. We've got a caller on the line. Thank you for calling, caller. You're still welcome, 903-794-1047. We're so excited that you're engaging in our today's conversation um, as we prep the caller to come on. A reminder, this uh, programming is for you, and so we want to make sure that we uh, make it continuously available for you to be able to call in. Caller, you're on the line. Good morning. Good morning. Uh, My name is Brenda Mullins, and I'm a widow of a veteran. But my question is, with the expanded services, how does that affect patients using community care? And is there more um, education on what they need to do when they do community care? Uh, Yes, ma'am. Community care, we've always had community care. Years ago, it was fee basis. Today, we're at Care in the Community as part of the Mission Act. And generally, those services in the community are based on, uh, I mentioned earlier, group level and the the uh, distance away from, uh, there are a number of factors, distance away from the clinic, services provided, whether it's a specialty service. And so we'll still be offering comprehensive care in the community. Uh, those services are based based on need, based on uh, your group level, and also based on your distance away from the, from the clinic. Is there more information about when they use emergency care? Uh, yes, ma'am. Uh, as you as you may know, but many people don't know, if a veteran arrives at the ER and he just he or she just says, "Hey, I'm a veteran," uh, they are able to receive immediate care. And VA generally, in some cases, will cover that care based on the group number, based on the Mission Act. Uh, but that also extends to urgent care visit if you didn't go to the ER but used urgent care, and that's part of that care in the community, comprehensive care. Do they know how long it takes to uh, get an authorization for those services? Ma'am, that generally varies based on specialty care, the type of service needed. Uh, What happens is we can either have someone uh, from care in the community reach out to the veteran, or we can have someone from the specialty if that service is already uh, being used. Uh, What happens generally... 
follow-up care that may be involved, and so those are things that are happening through the specialty clinics. The reason I ask, I work for a durable medical equipment uh, company, and I do uh, government billing. And I've had to deal with a lot of veterans who did not realize they needed an authorization for certain equipment within 72 hours. <laughs> so that was the reason my question came up. But thank you so much for answering all that. Y'all yes, take ma'am. care. All right. yes, ma'am. Thank, thank you. you. We certainly appreciate your call, ma'am. Uh, we, uh, we always uh, appreciate the opportunity for the community to interact, especially when we have guests in the studio. Um, like we've had today um, Doc, let me ask you a question Now, we, we talked a lot about how the services are provided for veterans uh, But are veterans' families also incorporated in that? Well, you know, Abraham Lincoln says For he who has borne the battle mm-hmm. And for his widow and orphan uh, VA is family-centered mm-hmm. Although, you know, if a veteran is 100% service-connected Then his family is eligible for care also uh, so when we talk about those things, uh, families are always involved, especially mm-hmm. when we start talking about end-of-life planning. We do, uh, our, we have a social work team that does uh, living wills, and we do trusts, and we have privacy officers who handle power of attorney-related issues. Mm-hmm. And so uh, it's not just while the veteran is exiting service. It's an entire lifespan, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and it does extend to family members also Good. because we want caregivers mm-hmm. and also so uh, caregivers, as well as spouses, and even humanitarians, okay. uh, in some cases, to be involved. Okay. So let me ask you this question: If somebody was interested and they didn't know, who would, how would they go about contacting your your office? So, if, say for instance, they they want to, like, just like we had calls today, they say, "Hey, um, I got some some questions I need to ask." Uh, who, how would they be in getting in contact with your office? Not well, necessarily you, but the VA. Right, right. Yeah. Well, I'm always available. Okay, well that's good. Uh, <laughs> okay. I am a champion for VA.gov. Okay. Uh, the reason I always tell people to look at VA.gov because there are things there that you may not have even been aware of or thought about or questions. Uh, our direct number is 870-779-2750. And uh, you can call that number and, and we'll, you'll go to your extension and you'll speak to someone. Uh, but the best thing we enjoy is face-to-face interaction. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So come in. Come okay. come in. We'll talk to you face-to-face, spend time with you, and see what your eligibility is, and we'll be able to help you from then on. So, nice. And I'm usually available, so okay. if you just want to come by and say hi, I'm always <laughs> trying right. to be available. Well, you know, it's an, again, you know, I asked that question because there are many people in the community who are veterans, and maybe their spouses may have passed on, but still, I guess they would be eligible. Um, I imagine, I don't know. Um, because I'm not. You know. Well, that that's more of a benefits question, mm-hmm. and we are VHA, yeah. right. uh, so okay. we're on the hospital side, okay. and, and you know, uh, VA is, has three major three components, mm-hmm. and that's VHA, the mm-hmm. hospital side, mm-hmm. VBA, that would be your compensation, your benefits, <coughs> and also the NCA, the National Cemetery uh, Administration, which handles all of all your headstones right. and all of mm-hmm. your okay. uh, benefits and, and things that you may need. But but for those who are um, with the, that need the hospital care, um, definitely VA.gov and then 870-779-2750 uh, is the number to call for the, the newly opened 
um, larger facility, a much more um, uh, the the ability to be able to deal with a lot more uh, over there on Summer Hill. Uh, so <laughs> it's uh, it's definitely great. Tons to see of, that. Education. Tons of tons education, tons of education yeah, to absolutely. know, learn, and um, ask. So, okay. well, if I can highlight one more thing, sure, uh, we've added physical therapy also, and Good. so we'll be wow. able to address a lot of those in-house physical therapy needs mm-hmm. instead of veterans having to travel outside of our area. Good. We've had veterans who were traveling as far as Tyler, and now we'll be able to do those in-house. That's wonderful. Absolutely. As they say, the more you know. Yep. Yeah. So we certainly thank you, Dr. Jordan. And uh, Mr. Washington is still in studios as well. And we thank you both for coming by for Coffee Talk. You're always welcome to come in. And we thank you, listening audience, for tuning in and making sure that you stay connected to all things Texarkana. We hope today's broadcast has contributed to your day. Go tell one, tell all. Uh, KTOI Studios, the Sunday show is the place to be, 9 to 10 a.m. every morning. Now, on behalf of Lamoya Burks and my myself and all the great and wonderful people here at Texas County Radio Center. Thank you for being our listeners and for being kind enough to tune in to the Sunday show. Remember, 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 you're listening to KTOY 1047 FM, the station that cares about the quality of your life, the soul of the city. In case you want to hear the show again, it will be rebroadcast at 6 p.m. this evening on our sister station, KTOY Gospel 105.9 FM. And podcasts of this previous shows and all shows are available online at KTOY1047.com. If you, yes you, would like to appear on the Sunday show, please contact us. My number is 903-244-3997 or Mark White. At 903-276-1899. Please keep in mind that we prefer to schedule guests at least a month in advance please do not let that hinder you uh, we have plenty of slots that we can make available f- uh, for you because this show is designed just for you and in we'll see you again next sunday for yet another edition of the sunday show be safe and enjoy your week have a great week the Sunday Show on 104.7 has been brought to you by State Farm agent Derek McGarry, here to help life go right. The 